we're kind of just showing like little bits and pieces of that. And so tonight in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, we're looking at the part where Jesus is talking about how to handle worry and anxiety in our lives. Now, I think this is something we all need, right? Because we all worry sometimes. Or maybe we all worry a lot. I know I can worry a lot about a lot of different things. We worry about our grades. We worry about our relationships. We worry about what others think of us. We worry about the stuff that we need. Sometimes we worry about the stuff that we don't need. And maybe if you're like me, maybe sometimes you'll think and your brain will start to get on a trail of like something you're worried about, something that maybe happened at school, maybe some conversation where you're like, man, I wish I could just go back. Maybe there's some social anxiety there or whatever. Maybe you get worried about all kinds of different things that make you feel anxious. We know that being anxious is not rational or it's what we should do, but we still do it sometimes, right? And so in this passage, Jesus is telling us about why we shouldn't worry and how we can change that. Okay, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 is where we're starting out tonight. Jesus says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink, enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Here's the first thing that Jesus really, I think, tried to make clear to us right now. You good there, guys? You good? Yeah, we all good. All right, cool. He says, please don't worry about a thing. I think Bob Marley got that right. Jesus is saying, don't worry. Don't worry. This is why I tell you not to worry. Michael, stop, buddy. Come on. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food or drink, enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Jesus is saying, don't worry. There's so many things we worry about. But first of all, Jesus is starting out actually with a command not to worry. Here's the deal. Everybody with me? Take a deep breath in. Hold it. And breathe out. Some of y'all got to brush your teeth, but it's okay. So Jesus is saying, don't worry. Jesus is saying, relax. Chill out a bit. Don't worry as much as you do, or don't really worry at all. We haven't yet talked about why or how we can be less worried, but first we have to believe that it is possible to have less worry and less anxiety in our lives. So, the reason why Jesus is saying this, he says, that is why. That's what he starts off this verse here. And he's referring to what he was saying just earlier, where he was talking about money, possessions, material things, and seeking treasure in heaven rather than treasure on earth. So to worry less, there has to be a shift in my mindset about what I am focusing on in order for me to have less worry and anxiety in my life. So he says, isn't whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Now, how many of you guys love food? I mean, like, love food. Love it. How many of you guys are like, I kind of like food like it's okay? Okay. Well, I, I love food. I love certain kinds of food. I kind of go to the same places all the time. But one place I like to frequent is called Elote. And it's this place right by my house and. They make elotes, and elotes, you don't know, it's like corn on the cob, and it had, they like put it in an oven so it's nice and like toasted, and then they put like mayonnaise and cheese on it, and then they put like, I, I tell them to put kind red pepper all around, and like all these different kinds of like spicy peppers. Yeah, it's nice. And then they put chapatillo sauce all around it, Valentina sauce. 
So it's good. They have it in nuts, but it's not. Does it? Does it have the juice? Does it have the juice? Can you imagine? It's not. But anyways, so it's pretty good. I like a lote. If you haven't had a lote, try it out. It's good stuff. But Jesus is saying, like, isn't life more than food? That's one of the best things about living in San Diego, right? Is we have great food down here. We have like Indian food, Thai food, Mexican food, sushi. All different types of food that are just awesome. But Jesus is saying, don't worry about your provision. Don't worry about these things. And so he's talking to people that maybe have to worry about the next meal they're going to have and where that meal is coming from, right? But we may not have to worry about that as much. Michael, can you do me a favor? Go sit by John real quick. I'm not going to do this for the next 25 minutes. So we don't have to worry about where the next meal is coming from. Most of us, right? So Jesus is saying, don't worry, relax, chill out. But food is temporary. He said, don't worry about your clothes. Maybe sometimes you guys worry about what kind of clothes you wear. Maybe you want to like fit in with the crowd. Jesus is saying, don't worry about that. We worry about a lot of temporary stuff because here's the deal. After you eat, you're going to get hungry again. Clothes are going to wear out. Fashion styles are going to wear out, right? Like what's cool right now, I can tell you guys, like 10 years ago, if I wore Crocs to high school 10 years ago, like, I'm getting bullied for that, okay? So fashion styles, they come and go, okay? They come and go. Stuff changes, right? That's temporary stuff. But sometimes we can get so caught up on that temporary stuff and we get, like, worried about that and worried about trying to fit in or do the right thing. But Jesus doesn't want us to have a life of worry. We were made for eternity, you were made for eternity. You were made to focus on eternal things. But because of sin, we stop looking at God who gives us peace and we start looking around at everything else that gives us worry. In the book of Philippians, Paul is writing this letter to the church of Philippi from prison. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, he says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So Paul is telling the church, while he's in prison, don't worry. He has a lot of things that he could be worried about, right? He has a lot of things that he probably wants at the moment. Like, he probably would like to have a nicer, I don't know, maybe a nicer bathroom situation than he has going on in prison. He would like to probably be able to, like, walk outside and get some fresh air and not be chained up to a guard that's guarding him. He has all these different things that he could worry about, all these different things that he could feel not content about, yet he is saying, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. If you tell God what you need and thank him for what he's done, you will experience God's peace and it exceeds what you understand. Here's how God's peace can surpass your understanding. God's peace surpasses our understanding because it comes to us when we feel like we shouldn't have any peace at all. God's peace can come to us in the darkest times of our life. And it makes no sense why someone would feel peaceful when their spouse just died of cancer. It makes no sense why someone feels peaceful when they're going through such hard times in their life. But that's why God's peace surpasses all understanding. Because when we take everything on ourselves, we worry. But when we give everything to God, God takes it on himself. And in return, he gives us his peace. So the opposite of worry 
is peace. And peace happens when I tell God what I'm dealing with and when I align myself with his will. Continue in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 30. Jesus says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Next point is that I can trust that God will provide for me. This is for you. You can trust. I can trust that God will provide for me. We know that God loves us from Scripture, right? We know that God wants to provide for us. Yet we live in a culture that tells us to worry about all the stuff we don't have and to not be content with the stuff that we do have, right? Like, can you really go on social media for like five minutes without in some way, shape, or form someone communicating to you, you should be like me. This is something about me you don't have. You need to look more like me. You need to wear what I wear. You need to eat how I eat. You need to do this or that just like I do. What you have isn't enough. You're not enough. That's what's being communicated to us in our culture. And I think that creates a lot of anxiety and worry. But God loves us. God doesn't want us to worry like that. So this applies from everything to from material possessions to who you are as a person. If you don't have that social status, you don't have those clothes, those shoes, that car, that grade that you want, worrying about all these different things will not add a single moment to your life. Worry doesn't add anything to our lives, you guys. It doesn't. Have you ever, like, just spent forever worrying about something? Did that really make it better? No. Not really. All it does is it takes time away from you. Worry wants to take from you. It does not want to give to you. It's kind of like what the enemy does, right? Jesus says the enemy of the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. I think one of the ways he does that is by making us worry. It takes our time. It takes our emotional energy. It hurts our relationship with others because, like, have you ever been stressed about something and worried about something, and then you take it out on your friend or a family member? Maybe some of us, right? Yeah. I know I've done it. You can just ask Brianna. Like, it happens sometimes, right? Sometimes it hurts our relationships as well. But God wants us to shift our focus to be able to worry less and not live like that. But it requires faith. That's why Jesus, he ends that verse there saying, why do you have so little faith? Because at its root, anxiety and worry comes from a place of a lack of faith in God. If I'm trusting the Lord and his plans for me, I'm not going to try to control everything myself. Because when I control everything myself, that's when I start to worry. Because I know deep down I'm not really in control, right? But if I have faith in God that he's going to provide, just like he provides for the lilies of the field or for the birds of the air, then I can trust in what he's going to do in my life. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 to 34. Jesus says, so don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. 
I can put first things first. You can put first things first. That's what Jesus is saying here. This is the mindset shift that relieves the worry in our life. Jesus is saying all the stuff that unbelievers seek after, it's just temporary stuff. It's not the first things. It's not the kingdom of God. Do you ever notice that your mind is dominated by things that you probably won't care about like a year from now? Is your mind ever dominated by things that you probably won't care about six months from now, three months from now, one month from now, one week from now? I can do that sometimes. That's why Jesus is saying, if we do that, we're not putting the first things first. Putting the first things first means letting our minds be filled with positive things that we are going to care about years from now, even. It says, seek the kingdom of God above all else. Set our mind on something that's going to be consistent throughout all stages of our life. Now, in your stage of life right now, most of the stuff that you guys care about has to do with, like, you know, your school. Some of you guys have jobs, maybe a little bit of work, but mostly, like, school, your sports, your friends, your grades. That's the kind of stuff that you have in your mind, your family. And different things in those categories can bring us stress, right? Can bring us worry. But all those things are temporary. Now, that doesn't just mean that, like, okay, I'm uh, not going to go to school anymore. I'm not going to focus on grades because my grades are temporary. It doesn't mean that, right? But it's having a kingdom mindset with everything that we do because that's the thing that stays consistent throughout your whole life, whether you're a baby or whether you're, like, 97 years old, is the kingdom of God is still there and still working in you and in your life. So you, we put first things first. Sometimes we distract ourselves to avoid worry. Do you guys have like a favorite hobby, like a sport? Somebody's name, just one of them. What's up, Michael? What's your favorite uh, hobby? Watching anime. Okay, watching anime, right? <laughs> maybe it's like a show you like to watch, okay? Maybe, maybe there's like a game you like to play. So sometimes, real quick, sometimes when we worry, we can try to distract ourselves with stuff, right? And sometimes those distractions can be like neutral. It could be like watching a show. It could be playing a sport or whatever. Sometimes those things we try to distract ourselves with to not feel worry can actually be things that are harmful to us, right? Sometimes we can turn to things that aren't good to us just because we're trying to not feel worried in the moment. But distraction is only a short-term solution. Distraction is just a band-aid. It's not a long-term solution. The long-term solution is found in a long-term God. You're not going to find a long-term solution in a short-term fix for your life. So the goal to avoid worry is not to distract ourselves. Sometimes there could be some... I mean, it's good, like, if it's healthy for you to go shoot some hoops when you're feeling stressed out, like, that's cool. But seek the kingdom of God first. Like, you have to do that with the mindset that the weight of worry is not going to be released from you by distraction. It's going to be released by interaction with God. God knows what you need. He says your heavenly father already knows all your needs. The first thing is the kingdom of God. I saw this, um, this was a long time ago. It's kind of in like my, the part of my brain that's like, I can't remember stuff as good. But I remember this video I watched where a guy didn't know that Hawaii was part of the United States. Now, I don't know where this dude was from, so I don't know. Public school, public school obviously failed this guy, but he didn't know where he was. He didn't know Hawaii was part of the United States. 
And sometimes, you know, when, you, when we become a believer, we become a citizen of the kingdom of God. We become a citizen of a kingdom that is not of this world, but has come to this world. That's what the kingdom of God is. And we need to put his kingdom first. Our job is to make earth look a little bit more like heaven. That's what the church is supposed to do. You are the church. That's your job. You make earth look a little bit more like heaven. Because heaven looks like a bunch of people who are living for God, working for God, worshiping God. And helping others do the same. So we, as kingdom citizens, put God's kingdom first. We put God's kingdom before we put the United States of America. We put God's kingdom before we put the state of California, right? God's word is supreme above all other kingdoms. God's kingdom is supreme above all other kingdoms. But when we worry, we think like we're in a foreign land. When we worry, we put the world's things first. We forget where we are. We don't know where we are. Just like the guy who didn't know Hawaii is in the United States. We put the world's things first instead of putting God's things first. And that causes worry in our life because we weren't made to do that. Because we, we're living as if we're, we're in some other country, but we're in this country. We're in God's kingdom. Jesus closes here saying, don't worry about tomorrow. Live one day at a time. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. I think this is a great principle to live your life by. Because we worry sometimes because we're trying to like live multiple days all in one moment. That's what worry does. Worry's like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to have this test, or next week I'm going to have this or that and that. And you like combine all the anxiety from all these things you got coming up in your life into this one moment. It just stresses you out, man. It's stressful. That's what worry does. But Jesus says, look, don't try to live your life, combine all your future anxieties into one day. Just deal with today. Just deal with today. And this is a great truth that, like, sometimes we have goals in our life, right? If you want to graduate, if you want to do this or that. Like, we have goals, and we just got to take it one day at a time to practice those habits. Spiritually, we want to practice our spiritual habits that get us there and not worry about, well, I'm not where I want to be with sharing my faith. I'm not where I want to be with spending time with God. That's okay. How can you get 1% better today? Don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. But today, you can do one thing to help yourself get better, get closer to God. Put the kingdom of God first. The main reason why we worry is because sin has come into our, to our lives. I mean, worry is a sin. It's a sin because it's a lack of trust. It's a lack of faith in God. That's why Jesus said, why do you have so little faith? And so we worry because sin has come into our lives. It makes us lack faith and trust in God. But God made a way for us to renew that faith. And that way is by coming to him, giving all that to him. And God gives us brothers and sisters in Christ that we can also tell about our cares and anxieties. And they can pray for us and help us to receive that peace from God as well. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys tonight. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for teaching us through your word about how to handle worry in our lives, Lord. I just pray that anyone that is worried about anything right now, God, that they would just learn to trust in you, to cast all their anxieties on you because you care for them, God. Lord, we thank you that you are there for us when we need you. You're there for us when we don't need you, God. And I pray that we would turn to you in both of those times. 
in our life, God, that when we get worried that we wouldn't turn to distraction, but that we would turn to interaction with you because you're the only one that can help us through it. I pray all these things in the strong name of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.